everybody. Welcome to the Muslim Intelligence Podcast. Another special Q&A episode coming at you, answering your questions. These questions have come in off of our Facebook group, the Muslim Intelligence Facebook group, which I would love to see you guys in. Thank you very much for being here. I realize that um, your time is valuable. I don't want to waste it, so I want to get right to it, answering some of your questions. So the, the theme of this week is actually answer some questions that are kind of specific about me. So people have asked questions. Hey, like Ben, what's your meditation practice look like? So I'm going to jump and dive right into it and give you guys a little bit of insight into what I do every day. So probably for the last, certainly since the beginning of COVID, probably since January, I've been doing uh, the Waking Up app from Sam Harris, and that's a 20-minute daily meditation. And then I'll usually do another 20 to 40 minutes after that. Um, so Sam is incredible at leading the mindfulness process. So just having you understand what you should be focusing on and what it should feel like and kind of directing your consciousness. And, you know, I, I think it's a really powerful tool for anyone who really wants to start to understand how to bring mindfulness, not only into that 20 minutes, uh, but any part of the day. And so I think it's a very powerful meditation that I absolutely love. Uh, and honestly, I feel great about doing it every day. And this is kind of a weird share that I'll give with you guys. Like one of the things I love about meditation is that it makes me really uncomfortable and actually intentionally make it really uncomfortable. I don't know why, but I have some psychological attachment to being uncomfortable and actually realizing that that's, you know, beneficial for me and I'm getting stronger and I have the mental fortitude to sit through it. Um, so that's pretty awesome. Um, other questions. Breathing practice. People have asked about my breathing practice. Um, so most of my breathing practice revolves around yoga, if I'm in yoga, or it revolves around getting ready to train or around meditation. So I try to breathe as many times as I can throughout the day. It's not one time. So I'll wake up in the morning and I'll do my gratitude practice. You guys know that before my feet hits the ground. And I'm doing some type of slow and controlled breath, usually with a breath hold. It's not a strong breath hold, but it's a light breath hold. So it may just be an eight to 10 second exhalation with a little bit of a hold at the end, just enough to make me uncomfortable, but not enough to make me have to gasp. And I'll repeat that kind of ongoing through my three minutes of gratitude. Sometimes I've been doing a lot longer gratitude lately because I'm becoming uh, really attached to the embodiment. Like I really enjoy embodying the gratitude and waking up with a smile on my face. Um, one question asked was, um, what shoes do I wear? And as much as it's a weird question, and most of the time you guys see me training, I'm training bare feet, and there's a reason for that, which I can walk you through. Um, so shoes am I wearing? Vivo Barefoot. No affiliation with the company. Love them. Uh, fantastic, fantastic shoes. I like them because, one, they're super, super um, flexible. There's really there's zero drop, and you can effectively roll up the entire sole. But I also like the, the width of the box. It's a nice wide toe box, allowing me to have some mobility with my toes. If you can see me here, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see my hands. I'm able to like wiggle my toes and spread my toes. And I think it's a really, really important uh, skill. Uh, so Vivo Barefoot, and they look cool, to be honest. I, I have pretty much every pair they make, and I that's literally all I wear. It's exclusively, I have nothing else now. <laughs> uh, so I have everything from their water shoes to the gym shoes, to the dress shoes, which are actually pretty sweet. Intelligence 10, it sounds like it rings a bell. Again, like I said, it's not a, an affiliation with the company, it's just we reached out and said, hey, I uh, love your products, can you hook us up? And that's what the code they gave us. Um, here's a great question, came in. Ben, what supplements do you use? What's in your cabinet? Uh, so giving you guys a little insight. Uh, one thing I'm using a lot lately uh, is mushrooms. So I've been using, just through this COVID, I've been using some 
consistently using mushrooms and I'm using a product called the five defenders uh, I'll tell you what's in that that's reishi turkey tail chaga maitake and shiitake um, we also just had the owner of the company on there because I've actually uh, become a massive fan of mushrooms I want to learn more about them he's going to be coming up in weeks to come um, he was a brilliant, brilliant man and is, who's been studying mushrooms for 50 years, um, both the healthy kind and the fun kind. So we'll get into that in future podcasts. Look out for that coming up soon. Um, but yes, yeah, so you guys know I've been a massive fan of Lion's Mane. I'm also a fan of Reishi. Reishi is my go-to when I start to feel run down. And it's also, from my perspective, really useful in improving sleep. So um, I've been doing, using about three grams of Reishi before bed, three grams of Lion's Mane before bed lately too. Seems to really give me a good bump in HRV. Speaking of HRV, I got a couple new things to reveal to you guys. So you guys know I've been a fan of Aura for a long time, the Aura ring, which I usually wear, don't have on now, but uh, Aura is a great way to track the sleep stages, the quality of sleep, and the heart rate variability, uh, all of which I think everyone should be tracking and seeing how you're doing. Um, and here's a new thing I'm using. I don't have it in front of me again, unfortunately. But um, headphones, there's headphones out there that can actually track your heart rate during the exercise. So I hate wearing something like this. I usually wear this Garmin Phoenix, uh, which I'm wearing here, showing you guys. Uh, Phoenix Garmin, so, or Garmin Phoenix. Uh, I usually wear that, but I hate wearing it when I'm training because I'm usually doing something like with my wrist or, or you know, I don't know, it just doesn't feel right. Um, so I was like, well, man, I need something to track my heart rate when I'm training. Um, so amazing. Um, Phil Maffetone came out with uh, headphones that can track your heart rate and heart rate variability through your head, through your ears, which is absolutely wonderful, incredible. And so I started using those, which is pretty cool. Um, so when you're training, now you can kind of get an uh, idea where your heart rate is without having to look at your phone. So pretty sweet. Um, that's one of my favorite techs. Oh, we started on my supplements. So uh, mushrooms has been a big thing. So Lion's Mane, Reishi, Five Defenders, all from realmushrooms.com. And they're actually going to be hooking you guys up with a code. Um, so that's awesome. Uh, also, the one thing I think everyone should be taking, if you're not, please start, take magnesium and vitamin D. Like, or especially right now, right? So if you're having a hard time sleeping, if you have a lot of stress, magnesium is this thing that gets depleted, especially in times of stress, especially in times of high training. You got to increase your magnesium. So I'm not making recommendations on how much or how often, but here's what I do. Uh, if I'm training on that day, I won't take magnesium before I train, typically. Sometimes I'll take a small, like two to 400 milligrams I'll take, um, but I usually wait till after training, and then I'll take a significant dose. So for me, a significant dose is somewhere in the range of 1,200 to 2,000 milligrams, which is a lot in one time, but I can tolerate that. I'm a big human, and I've got good gut tolerance, I guess. Uh, that's whenever I finish training, and then I'll do about half of that with dinner and then half of that again before bed. So I'm often hitting between three and four grams of magnesium a day, uh, and I don't do that every day, but I do that a lot of days. So I, one thing I'll say about supplements is I don't take anything all the time. Um, I just don't. There's nothing that I take so consistently that, or I think is so uh, such a necessity that I think I should take it every day. It's a cyclical thing. So I'll take magnesium every day for one bottle. And then once the bottle's gone, I won't buy one for another three or four weeks, uh, unless I feel like it's really killing me, and then I will. But in most cases, I want my body to be healthy. I want my body to be resilient. I want it to be adaptable. And ultimately, sometimes not having these things is probably a good thing. It's probably a nice stress on our system, right? So when we don't have something, 
that system gets taxed. That system has to work a little bit harder and maybe it gets better, maybe it gets stronger. That's not to say you should do it all the time, but that's how our system adapts. You know, that's how our system gets better. It needs stress. So if I'm constantly supplying the most comfortable environment, the most perfect environment, the body doesn't get better. So ultimately I'm trying to be anti-fragile and when I subject my body to stress, I want it to get stronger and better. Um, Vitamin D is the one I just briefly mentioned there. Everyone should be taking vitamin D on a consistent basis. It, the, the benefits are innumerable, uh, endless. So my practice is about 10,000 IUs, more or less every day, certainly five days a week. And I'm giving my kids between two and 4,000 IUs a day, especially to try and give their immune system a bump. Plus we get outside a lot. Um, so I suggest guys as much as you can get outside, get the vitamin D, get it up. And, uh, I just use ATP labs. Um, you guys know that, that I'm a massive fan of collagen. So why do I use collagen? I've probably said this a thousand times. Um, collagen is very useful to balance out the ratios of amino acids. Now I'm certainly not an expert in protein metabolism. Um, but the guy who is, who I learned this from is Chris Masterjohn. He's got an amazing podcast, Chris Masterjohn, PhD, uh, the podcast is called the Chris Master John Experience, and he has uh, three podcasts, I think, on the amino acid glycine, uh, which is obviously one of the dominant amino acids in collagen, and how it's necessary to balance out the methionine to glycine ratios so that your body is never deficient in glycine. So what does glycine do in the body? Glycine is uh, imperative in production of the GABA enzyme, which is going to slow down our brain. It's imperative in the production of glutathione. Uh, it's imperative in the production of collagen, hair, skin, nails inside the body. So all these things, and there's probably endless more things it's it's essential for. So um, I suggest everyone take collagen every day, kids as well, as much as possible. Obviously, we, historically, we would have eaten the bones, we would have had bone broth. If you're not doing that often, either start or start supplementing with collagen. So um, for collagen, you guys know I'm using bubs. And how do I take that? I'm kind of weird. I spread it on top of my steak. So it's uh, Bub's MTT is not, sorry, Bub's collagen is not flavored. So I literally sprinkle it on top of my ground meats or my steak. And it's actually kind of nice. It's kind of got this like, I don't know, like sticky texture almost. It's it's not bad. So I mix it with, I put some sea salt on top of it. Kind of nice. So it balances out the ratios right there. Uh, other supplements I take. What else do I take? Fish oils um, pretty consistently. Zinc pretty consistently and uh, alpha GPC pretty consistently. You guys know I do that. Uh, those are kind of my core supplements. And other than that, everything is relatively situational. If I need something for gut health, I take my enzymes, um, my masszymes. If I need something for brain health and focus, I can get into that at length because you guys know I'm a brain nerd. I love taking stuff from my brain. Um, so there's lots of cool stuff there. So that kind of segues into this next question, which I've never really talked about at length before, but I've probably mentioned it in passing. Someone asked about my thoughts on psychedelics. I want to state that by no stretch am I, am I an advocate of psychedelics. Uh, I'm not an expert. I'm not an advocate. And if it, what I do know is they should be done in a very controlled environment. And I don't suggest anyone uh, jump into using psychedelics. But it seems like everyone in the world right now wants to talk about these things. And uh, I think, I believe, they have tremendous benefit. I really do. Uh, having experienced some myself, having watched other people transform their life, I will say that transforming your life is not just going to happen from the psychedelic use. Often what will happen is the revelation of the discomfort and the pain that we sometimes mask. We become very good 
at masking our issues, at masking our challenges. And if that's you, psychedelics can be a very painful experience for you because it's going to bring these things to the surface and bring the discomfort and bring the pain and bring the ego challenges up. And uh, so sometimes they can be very painful, but it also almost forces you to sit with it, to think about it, brings it to the surface and forces you to deal with it. Now, it leaves it up to you, right? You can't just say, okay, great, I did this thing, here's the pain, and sweep it back under the rug. You have to do the work. And what does the work mean? It means the forgiveness. It means the acceptance. It means that love. I had a great conversation with somebody today, and they're going through a hard time. And, um, you know, this realization that you can't love who you are now without accepting and loving everything that's made you to this point, which means every person, every scenario, everything that's happened to you in this life. It's a very powerful awareness uh, for you to truly love and accept who you are today. You have to, by definition, love and accept everything that's got you to this point. And um, maybe psychedelics are one of those things they're going to give you a kick in the butt uh, to start paying attention a little bit more closely, to start sitting with those uncomfortable feelings and bringing that fear and the anger and the resentment to the surface and allowing you the opportunity to sit with it, to explore, to say, why is this there and how can I accept it, forgive it and love it and love myself and love every person in my life? Powerful stuff but something to think about. So as far as the psychedelics, um, you know, things like ayahuasca, MDMA, LSD, psilocybin, all these things are very powerful. Even um, uh, 5-MAO, uh, DMT, all these things are very powerful, transformative agents, provided they're done in the right set and setting. You guys have heard us talk about this. There's going to be more stuff coming up in the future in the podcast talking about this stuff. Ultimately, if you're someone who's trying to build a body and a, and a mind and ultimately a life that you love, there's going to take getting slightly outside of your comfort zone to make a change, isn't there? It's not going to happen inside your comfort zone. And it seems as though psychedelics are an opportunity to accelerate that. So if you're someone who maybe doesn't have the time to sit in meditation for days and months at a time, if you're someone who doesn't have the time to uh, restrict yourself from food, to restrict yourself from from social encounters, you know, things that are going to allow you to truly go internal, then maybe psychedelics provide an opportunity to not just go deeper, but maybe faster. So uh, if you're interested in psychedelics, I highly suggest you guys uh, do your research. Um, there's definitely some great books out there. Stanislav Grof is a great place to start. Albert Hoffman's a great person to look into. Um, Tim Ferriss had uh, a lot of people on his podcast to talk about psychedelics. And uh, like I said, they can be massively transformative when in the right hands. And they could probably also be very detrimental in wrong hands, guys. So this is not something that's meant to be taken lightly. Don't take them and go out to the bar. Um, you need to be aware of what's happening. So it's not just a mask. It's not an escape. It's a journey inside. And hopefully everybody um, gets that. Uh, next question coming in. <laughs> Something that you don't know about me. Interesting. That's a good question. I don't know. I have to think about that. What do I want to tell you guys? Or what, what don't I even think about? Uh, that's weird that I don't know, that you don't know. Um, I don't use any shaving cream to shave my head. That's weird. People think that's a bit weird. I use, I just shave it dry. 
that's kind of odd. I used to use coconut oil and I stopped and I'm like, man, it still feels kind of good. So I'm good. And I don't, so that's weird. Uh, I eat most of my meals with a spoon. <laughs> Uh, that's because I did that as a bodybuilder. And as a bodybuilder, you're consuming so much food and it's just easier. And I've just kind of continued that. Um, I consume way too much olive oil for my own good. <laughs> or maybe it is for my good. I don't know. Um, but I consume certainly 1,000 calories a day most days from olive oil, fresh pressed olive oil, shout out. Um, so you guys know all these products I suggest here are just things I use. And I'm super blessed to be able to reach out to these companies and find and ultimately curate the best quality ingredients in the world for you guys. Um, so those are things you don't know about me. Um, I don't usually wear socks. I just don't like them. Uh, that's why I like Vivos because they have uh, they're kind of aerated. Um, I don't know. I can't think of anything else. Um, how I eat is a question. That's that's a good question. So how do I eat? Well, so you know, when I left bodybuilding for 18 months, I basically had one meal a day. I was doing a lot of yoga. I was doing a lot of walking, um, a lot of introspection, a lot of a lot of just exploring who I was and why I was here, what my life looked like, and uh, honestly getting rid of a lot of pain, getting rid of a lot of fear, a lot of anxiety, um, removing it from myself, and, and just all, totally acceptance for this experience that I'm having as a human, uh, and, and so much gratitude for the fact that I get to be here. I get to exist. I get to love. I get to feel. I get to think. I get to eat. I get to train. I get such a awesome existence as a human um so a lot of that stuff happened um and so i ate one meal a day and it was okay and i was kind of eating a lot of vegetables and not a lot of meat and to be honest i didn't feel that good my digestion kind of sucked i mean i lost a bunch of weight which was great at the time because i went from 300 pounds plus to about 250 in 12 months eight a little longer maybe um and 250 for me is quite small which is funny but yes I'm um, about 260 now, and I'll tell you why that happened. Uh, and then so around the time where I was 250, uh, this bodybuilder comes to me and says, Ben, I want you to train me for the Mr. Olympia contest. And I said, okay, I can do that. But honestly, for me to gain res the respect I felt I needed to um, for him to listen, I was like, all right, man, I'm going to train with you. And so I had to spank him around a little bit. <laughs> I needed to train hard. Uh, so I put on 30 pounds in, I don't know, like – six weeks or some stupid thing like really small amount of time just simply because i knew now i couldn't eat one meal a day anymore i went to two to three meals a day all of a sudden this muscle just started to come back on and uh, some of it was not muscle because i was eating a little much i put pressure on myself unconsciously i had to eat enough calories so i could kick his butt the next day or at least keep up as best as possible and that was a fun little experience that now again i'm unwinding and i, I love it i mean it's always gonna keep pulling me back you guys know i love to train and i love to explore the depths of discomfort and the depths of improving and contraction and execution and that's really where i cut my teeth and i could talk about that stuff all day long you know when i do uh you know i now coach uh, mentor 30 coaches uh, on how to get the best transformations for their clients and for themselves how to understand the exercise process how to understand uh, state control and ultimately transforming someone's body and mind uh, and that's wrapping up, which has been amazing, amazing, amazing. Hopefully everybody uh, has enjoyed that. I mean, I'm saying it's amazing. I had a great time connecting with everybody, and hopefully everybody else has as well. Uh, it seems as though we've got uh, pretty much 100% approval rating, which is wonderful. Uh, it's truly an honor. Um, so what have we touched here? We get psychedelic shoes, supplements. Uh, what does my workout currently look like? That's a question that came in. Well, what does my workout currently look like? I'm trying to stay strong and truly not build any muscle. I'd like to be around 240. 
um, lean, so certainly 8% body fat and uh, strong. And so now I'm sitting about 260, 12, 14% body fat probably. Um, so I'm going to start coming down just comfortably. And again, it's not, uh, you guys have heard this podcast. The goal is not to get in shape once. <laughs> the goal is to get in shape and become the type of person who is always in shape, who doesn't, it's not something you do. It's something that you are, right? Be the person you want to become and you will have the things that you want, right? Be, do, have, be the person you want, do the things that you do and you will have the things you want. So this starts with high impact habits, right? You guys have heard me say that phrase a thousand times. It's my kind of trademark phrase for how we're going to transform people's bodies. Here's your high impact habits to transform your, to develop your lean, healthy, and muscular body. And that's really my goal. So what are my habits? We Again, I'll do a podcast on this. I think I've done a podcast on this, uh, but I don't want to go at it now. But how am I eating? Um, oh, I guess we didn't finish how I'm eating now. Jeez, I'm all over the place. Um, how am I eating right now? two to three meals a day. Um, I'm still training about every day, uh, f- certainly five days a week. I eat meat, a lot of meat. I don't know about a lot, but a, but a good amount. Uh, a, a good amount of vegetables. And carbohydrates, probably once a day. And carbs is probably 100 grams, maybe 120 grams in that range. Uh, mostly from rice and berries and sometimes apples. Um, but I keep my food super, super simple. Occasionally I'll have something with my kids like popcorn or something um, and a lot of olive oil and a lot of Redmond sea salt or Redmond real salt on it. And um, that's kind of how we eat. So shout out to Belcampo for hooking me up with the best meat on the planet. Uh, I'm super grateful. And you guys, if you haven't tried Belcampo, it actually tastes different. Like to get a steak from Belcampo actually tastes fulfilling nourishing good for you when you get a steak from the grocery and it's like i don't know it just doesn't taste good it just doesn't doesn't feel right in your body if you don't know what i'm talking about i'm crazy i get it but um it just almost feels like i'm doing something good for myself when i bite into a belcampo steak uh, rather than you know, whatever i get at the store um i think my code from belcampo is bpac10 no affiliation not making any money off that just want to hook you guys up um, always transparent. They're awesome. Anya Fernald has been a guest on the show, and I absolutely love what they're doing. I have no idea how she manages to manage all the things she does on a day-to-day basis, including being a mom of two and managing a massive corporation. But um, so yeah, that's how I eat now. Uh, do I do cheat meals? Yeah, maybe. Like, gosh, what would I do for cheat meals lately? Um, I do like protein and berries. But just like large amounts, that's usually how I eat. The one final question that came in that I would like to touch on is the books that I'm reading right now. So many. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm either doing an audio or uh, i reading a tangible book at all times. So what am I reading right now? Um, I just finished Russell, rereading Russell Brunson's trilogy of dot-com secrets, expert secrets, and traffic secrets which if you're at all interested in creating a online business, read those three books, go to dotcomsecrets.com and uh, buy all of them and buy all of his upsells and see all the things he does because he's certainly the best in the industry right now for teaching how to build an online business. His business is ClickFunnels. Use it. Um, It's fantastic. Most of my books are actually business books or I'm actually taking a lot of um, fitness courses. So I'm taking Annette Verpilo's Brain Coach right now, which is awesome. 
Uh, I think everyone should go take, take that course. So she's basically talking about how the brain governs, governs everything with respect to movement and fixing posture and fixing everything as far as that way the body moves. It's not specific to exercise necessarily. It's more corrective, um, but super high level in-depth course. Now, I know Annette has just finished a uh, in entry level course. So if you're someone who just wants to learn about um, walking, gait, posture, and breathing mechanics, she's just finished a course that she's basically giving away for free, which is silly because it's incredibly powerful stuff. Um, but basically giving away for you free so you guys can check that out. And uh, her website is Posture Pro. That, there's maybe a dash in there or something like that. But again, I'm just a huge fan of Annette. Love what she does. She was gracious enough to come on and teach at the mentorship this year. And uh, I think everyone just had their mind absolutely blown. And everyone from the mentorship is getting in that group uh, or into that course. So I do a lot of courses. And I've done Joel Jameson's course, Eight Weeks Out, which I loved. Uh, Joel has been a previous guest on the show, as has Annette. Um, Dr. Brian Walsh has some amazing courses if you guys want to learn about metabolism and biochemistry. Uh, that's about it. Oh, um, gosh, what books? I've got 17 books over there on my shelf waiting to be read. None of them have been broken yet, but as soon as they are, I'll keep you posted, and I certainly will post on them, uh, post them on social media if you guys like. Now, guys, I don't know where the best place to communicate with you is. Obviously, listen to the podcast. So thank you, and sorry if today was kind of rambly. Um, but where's the best place to communicate with you? Do you guys like to uh, just communicate via podcast? Would you like me to do more short five to ten minute podcasts teaching you about training, teaching you about the six pillars? Or is it best if I do them on Instagram? I'm very curious because, I, you know, usually they say people who listen to podcasts like podcasts. But I also feel as though some people are Instagram, some people are Twitter, some people are, are on Facebook. I'd love to know where to communicate with you. So if you're listening to the podcast, send me a message from the platform that you're on. So if you're a podcast person, send me a message on iTunes. You can send us a review. You can send us a, a message. Um, if you're someone who's on Instagram, send me a DM on Instagram. And that's BPAC Fitness. You can also send us the Muscle Intelligence Podcast page, both of which are, are active and checked daily. Uh, Facebook, you guys can join the Muscle Intelligence group. Uh, Twitter, again, is BPAC Fitness, and uh, I just love to hear from you. Like, how do you like the podcast? How can I help? Uh, is it useful? Is it helpful? What do you want to know? So these Q&A questions, I mean, guys, I could go on for days. And again, today was kind of a weird one because everyone's asking questions about me, and they've been piling up for the last three months or something. And I was like, I don't want to talk about me. Um, but finally, I, I kind of caved and I said, okay, you know what? I'll dive into this today for you guys. I'm sure there's endless things you guys want to hear about what I do and, and how I do it. I'll tell you what, one thing that I do do well is I sleep well and I make sure that my sleep environment is uh, tremendous. You know, if I need it, there's mouth tape. Uh, the quality of mattress I use is, is exceptional. I use Essentia, my Essentia. Uh, love those mattresses. Um, I have nothing in my room. Literally, like there's a bed and that's it. Like there's no TV, there's no like lights, there's a lamp. Sometimes I read, but it's never on. Um, and I try to do you know, the basics in the bedroom, and that's about it. Um, no tech whatsoever. Um, and that's, you know, one of the pillars that I'm, I'm super um, non-negotiable on, right, is making sure that I'm sleeping well, I'm eating well, I'm hydrating well, I'm getting a lot of sunshine, I'm exercising and moving well. If I don't get a chance to get to the gym, I'm walking for at least two hours a day on those days. Any day I'm so blessed to have clients that I get to check in with, I'll do those calls walking so that I can just make sure I'm moving, getting sunshine, um, and, and ultimately getting some energy built back into this amazing system. All right, guys, that's a wrap. We're going to have a sponsor for today's podcast, and it is 
realmushrooms.com. Amazing. So thank you, Real Mushrooms, for hooking up our listeners. Guys, you heard me talk about why mushrooms are important, and they're going to hook you guys up with 30% off. That's unheard of. I don't know that I've ever heard of anybody talking about 30% off uh, anything, period, really. Uh, 30% off. So go to realmushrooms.com slash Ben. That's literally the exact mushrooms I use on a consistent basis. I use the lion's mane. I use the reishi. I also use the five defenders. Now, here's why real mushrooms are the best. Real mushrooms are the company supplying the other companies, which is very good. Um, so they have the highest quality mushroom extracts. They're 100% organic certified mushrooms. There's no mycelium mix in there. And once you hear the podcast I did with the owner of Real Mushrooms, you're going to be very, very surprised at the low, low quality of the things that are being grown right here in the U.S. of A. They, uh, they're they typically grown in oats or wheat or grain, and that gets thrown in there with the mushrooms, and it counts toward the weight. So if it says I'm getting 100 grams of lion's mane or a gram of lion's mane, some of that can be the mycelium, which has absolutely no therapeutic benefit whatsoever, and you're not getting the actual active ingredients. So like I say, most of these quote-unquote mushroom products out there have fillers, grains, and aren't third-party tested. These ones, the real mushrooms, are third-party tested, and you're getting 100% mushroom extract. Um, so you can add it to things like your coffee, like your intelligence coffee. Um, you can add it to your oatmeal. You can add it to your smoothies. Um, really anything. You could sprinkle on top of your food. I see, I just usually throw down a mushroom um, spoonful before bed and wash it down with some water. And it gets down. It's comfortable. Um, so I tend to use the powders. They also have pills available to you. So if you're a pill or a powder guy, you can ultimately choose. So thank you very much to Real Mushrooms. And I look forward to releasing that podcast very soon for you guys. Have an amazing day. Live your greatest life in a body that you absolutely Thank you so much for tuning in to Muscle Intelligence. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share it with at least one person you know. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. This podcast is for information purposes only. The statements and views on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Ben Pikulski and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. This podcast may contain paid endorsements or advertisements for products or services. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest and products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.